Welcome. As you know, Congress passed one of the largest economic aid stimulus package that would help during this economic as well as epidemic of the coronavirus. At the same time, there was a story that was released that says that the people that are on or owe back child support will not get a stimulus check as a result of this relief package. So today's video, we're going to look into that more closely. We'll look at parts of the stimulus bill and to identify where uh, the areas in which there is a claim that it will not help or support men or have back payment in child support. Let's get started. Here on the screen, I have the actual bill. It's called the HR 748 or the Coronavirus AIDS Relief Economic Securities Act, or in short, the CARES Act. It's about uh, $2 trillion, and Congress passed this while we're going through this epidemic of the deadly virus known as coronavirus. In it, they have protection for individuals as well as businesses, and one of the the command or direction is everyone will get a stimulus check of approximately $1,200 to $2,400. However, there is a provision in there that says that if you owe back child support, you will not be getting that check. So in this video, we're going to explore parts of that bill as well as let's look at where does it state that it will not be supporting those men, mostly men, who have back payments for child support. Hello, my name is Chris. And on this channel, we review the child support program and whether or not it comes into conflict with your constitutional right. In this particular video, we'll look into and further examine the story that child support recipients or those that owe child support will not get a stimulus check. So here are the parts of the bill as broken out by its different section. There is approximately $500 billion set aside for big corporations. And then there's a section for individuals of approximately $560 billion. And that is from this uh, pool of money, will the Congress will send out within several weeks a stimulus check valued between $1,200 to $2,400. At the end of this video, we will give you tips and techniques that we think you could use to help separate from the child support program. Also, we did a video called Strategies for the Pandemic. Uh, please review that. That covers other strategies you could use to separate yourself from the child support program. We're asking for you to subscribe and to our channel and hit the notification bell. We're also saying uh, follow us on Facebook as well as Instagram. We have a story that we're in production right now of Mothers Did Not Put You in Child Support Program Part 2. We've already covered Part 1 on this channel. Uh, please feel free to review that. When the stimulus package, the $2 trillion stimulus package, was released about a week ago, there was a story put out. It claims that Senator Chuck Grassley of, of Iowa 
uh, in an interview stated that the people that are behind in child support programs may not qualify for the coronavirus stimulus check. And where that is, he said that the offset programs is of all the offset programs, the child support enforcement offset programs will not be protected and that will move forward as it is. So let's take a look and see where in the statute these offset programs exist and what you could do if you're in child support, how to defend yourself. Here is the CARES bill and we looked into it Uh, I've read parts of it. It's a very big package. It's over 800 pages. But on page 15 is where the section, they carve out what is called 1099 independent contractors. That is those who run their own businesses. They get 1099 checks. They are eligible for this stimulus check. However, the question is, if you are uh, on child support and you're a 1099 worker, and there's back payments, will you be getting uh, a stimulus check? So we'll talk about that more, but let's get into further into what's going on in terms of the offset program. 45 CFR 264.30. We've said that this statute enrolled every man in the U.S., in the child support program. The only difference is some have active cases and others do not have active cases. We believe, I believe that as a result of this pandemic, there'll be more child support orders issued as mothers and children are enrolled in the basic, what is called the food stamp program because of this economic challenge that we're about to face. We did a video called Mother Did Not Put You on the Program Part 1, where we discuss the food stamp program known as the SNAP program. And we're mentioning this here because this goes into the enforcement. Now, please review this channel because we have stated and show that if the mother and child is on food stamps, that does not necessarily mean that the fathers are on the child support program. The reason for mentioning uh, this video and this article is that it was done by a child support commissioner where they stated in the article, child support is federally supervised, state-administered child support enforcement. There are many stories out there that says child support is a federal program, and that is true, but it's administered at the state level. Therefore, In order to understand the H.R. 748 bill, you need to look at the enforcement tools that are at the state level, not at the federal level, at the state level. And so I mentioned this article to show that from the commissioner is the one who says it's state administered. That's not my opinion. That is directly from the commissioner. It is state administered. So let's look into the provisions of the Child Support Title IV-D program where it focuses on the state itself. So here are the standards. The enforcement program under child support is found under 45 CFR Part 303 or 303. And I've gone through all of the sections and I've highlighted on the screen here the section that will be affected by this H.R. 47 bill. Because as the report says, 
from Senator Grassley that they will not stop or interfere with the enforcement program. So on the screen, and I call this a self-study, to understand child support and enforcement, this is the section that is covered by the states. So it goes from, the 303 goes from 1 to 108. That is, if you were to understand the whole program, you'd have to review and re review all 108 sections. So what I did is I pulled out the section that affects what is called the enforcement tools, and I call this the self-study section. So I've theoretically saved you a few hours or more hours, depending on how fast you read all the sections. So let's begin. There is section 52, which is the incentives to the political subdivision. That is all the bonuses that are paid out to all the, the private companies that supports the child support program. But I want to bring you to the highlighted section called 303.71. This is from the Secretary of the Treasury, as well as se Section 72, which is called the Federal Tax Offset. So this is where one of the offsets that Senator Grassley said that will continue to the enforcement. Again, this is from the Federal Tax Refund. The next section to focus on is 303.102, which is the overdue support for the state income tax offset as well. Again, another one of those programs, what they're saying, will, will not be stopped based on the, the epidemic or the economic uh, meltdown that we're having right now. And here are the other section, 104, 106, and 108. What I'm saying is every man in this country, if you agree with me that uh, 246.30 is the standard, then I'm asking every person that are on child support to review these statutes because what they're saying is these statutes will continue during this uh, difficult time. And therefore, if you want to understand the enforcement program, these are the sections that you should review. And again, I have helped by narrowing between 1 to 108, only the sections that, so I've reduced your study time. If you were to equate that or equivalent that to $15 an hour spending time reading, uh, you save yourself hundreds of dollars. I've summarized that in a study section. Now focus on section number 302.56. It's not under the 303 standard section. It's in a separate section. It says here, 302.56, that Incarceration may not be treated as a voluntary unemployment under the child support modification program. And we look more closely into that because this is a section that is, if you are unemployed as a result of this ep epidemic, that does not mean you do not pay child support. And this is where sometimes the confusion comes in, but this is the section that you read in order to understand what happens in that section. So we reviewed that particular section, 45 CFR 302.56, and it says here, federal regulations provide that each IDV agency must enter into a written agreement within the state employment uh, security agency. In other words, for withholding of unemployment checks. So if the stimulus package is going to be released under the unemployment section, that is the state employment section, that is the state agencies 
must be in a written agreement with the state. So here's the question. If child support is law, why do you need a written agreement between the unemployment agency and the Title IV-D agency? Well, that's simple because the Title IV-D agency is a separate, single program. It has nothing to do with the government. And there's many arguments around that. But here I'm showing you that it is an agreement, a contract. We've said on this channel over and over again, child support program is nothing more than an interstate and an intrastate contract with the government and the judiciary branch of the government. It is a separate agency. Here in the decision, U.S. versus SAGE, that it is an interstate or an intrastate contract. And think of it any other way, it's not true. So what does this tell us from what we've reviewed? That child support is Title IV-D is nothing more than money. It is all contracts. It is all about the money. Unfortunately, for the 748HR, there's a provision carved out for self-employed 1099, but there is no protection for the people that are on child support. The reason is because all of the offset programs, which are agreements between Title IV-D and the government, they're saying that will continue that enforcement. So here we are going through a difficult time, and yet they still want to keep that provision forward. We have said over and over again, the child support Title IV-D program is a moneymaker. Uh, you've often see this on the screen where it says it collects uh, $28.5 billion and pays out $27.4 billion. Well, what's going to happen is, in our opinion, that more men will be getting or will be a part of the child support program, whether they like it or not. Because as we go through this economic downturn, there is an anticipation which is set aside within the CARES bill for an increase in the SNAP or the food stamp program. Now, why are we saying this? Here's the economic chart, what we call the economic data for the 2018. Further down, you'll see it says paternity establishment and acknowledgement, 1.4 million applications. That is, in 2018, 1.4 men signed the acknowledgement of paternity. As you know by now, the acknowledgement of paternity is the doorway within the child support program. So if you look at it from my perspective, that is, that's 1.4 million potential victims of the child support Title IV-D agency. Of course, that's 2018. We haven't, we don't have the 2019 number. So let's say we did have the 2019. That's another 1.4 a million men enrolled in the program. 2020, we just got started, What, whatever portion that is. So this is the pool of men that potentially will be a part of the child support program. So therefore, I'm asking as a favor, if you're on child support and you're watching this video, please share this with at least three men, whether they're friends, family. Please 
alert them that this is what's going to happen as we move forward. If for any reason that they have a child or a new child in 2018 or 2019 or 2020, understand that this is where the pool of men will come from when you get that letter of being a part of the child support program. So where do I think this new pool of men and letters are going to come from? We did a video called on where the, the big money states are, right? And this is what's called the administrative wage garnishment, 45 CFR 32. On the screen, we have the top five states. That's Texas, California, New York, Ohio, and Florida. Those five states represents 25% of the money within the child support program. That means majority of the new, I call them victims, but others call them new application for child support will probably come out of these states. So the people, so the men who are in these states who are not on child support yet, but do have a child under the age of 18, this is where a lot of it's going to come from. Again, they, this, these five states represents 25% of the total collections for child support. So now let's look at the 1099 Independent Worker Program. As we have said, and we have several videos on this, if you are a 1099 worker or contractor, you are not within the subject matter of the child support. But here's the catch. You can't just sit by and say, oh, I'm not included. I don't have to do anything. No, you may have to put some paperwork in. And for us, whether you uh, download a paperwork or purchase a paperwork or a friend help you and you want us to take a look at it, we'll be happy to take a look at it and compare it with the statute that we've just highlighted to see what needs to be done. But here's the question that we're raising. There's a carve-out section for 1099 uh, workers and independent contractors within the CARES HR 48, 748 bill. Does that mean if you are on child support, will you get your check or not get your check? Well, that's a question that has to be hammered out and be resolved later on. But understand this, that this is a question. Yes, there's a set aside for independent workers. The next step is, Will your, will your check be intercepted or stopped or held because there's a possibility that you're either on child support or you owe child support? This is a case law called Ricky D. Jones. And in this law, it states that if you are a 1099 worker, you are protected under 15 U.S.C. 1673, that is, your funds are protected. And how does this translate? Well, if you, if the agency says that you are on child support as a 1099, that is not true. You have both a federal protection on this, and therefore federal always supersedes the state. So therefore, you can fight the agency on the issue of whether or not you're on child support. Likewise, if you are on child support and you're an independent contractor, you can remove yourself from the program. Yes, it will be involving many paperwork going back and forth, but you have your own authority to get away from this program. 
So let's look at the enforcement tools again in relation to the men who are not part of the independent contractors 1099. Okay. Uh, this, again, I call the study guide. I've gone through the entire provision of this section that deals with the offset and the income withholding and the state and refund offsets and unemployment. This is what was written in the story that these, these statute will continue to be enforced while uh, we're fighting this epidemic. So this is a shortcut. Uh, you have time to read through it. Uh, if you have questions on some of these, feel, feel, free, to, feel free to email us. Uh, we'd be happy to answer them. But this is your homework. This is your, this is your remedy. Your remedy is going to come from here. So no matter whose paperwork you're using, whatever strategy they have, if it does not cover these issues or anything within these issues, then this is the enforcement tool that you need. So we said here, well, if you're a 1099, you don't have to worry about it. Or if I just ignore uh, the child support because I'm unemployed after this epidemic or I've furloughed or I could just sit by and because everyone understands we're going through an epidemic. I want to bring your attention to our laws and how you defend your right. Uh, we sometimes get confused. The only way to keep or maintain your right, you have to defend it. Here at the bottom left, it says that if you give up essential liberties in order to obtain temporary safety, you deserve neither liberty nor safety. What I'm saying that is, if you know that you're on child support and you're just relying on this epidemic to say, well, I couldn't pay it, that's not enough. You're going to have to defend that which means you're going to have to read or review or do something in order to separate from the program. You cannot just use an, ex uh, an excuse. And again, this is a global excuse of the pandemic. That is not enough. It's not. And so I have these quotes uh, from Thomas Jefferson. It says, you have to fight for your rights. That's just how this, the American system works. You have to fight. So here we are at the section, uh, which we call the call to action. So here's the gist of all of what we're saying. The stimulus bill has passed. Our economy is going to go through some challenging, which means the men that are on child support, you probably cannot make any payments. However, this is a good opportunity to decide to separate from the program and you review the enforcement section. Because as the article says from Senator Grassley, these enforcement programs will continue while the others are either furloughed or delayed for a future date. The next section to pay attention to is the unemployment incarceration section. That is 45 CFR 302.56. If you're going to, if you're unemployed as a result of this pandemic, what does that mean for if you're on child support? You need to understand what's going to happen to that unemployment check. They're going to extend the unemployment check under the stimulus package, but what does that mean for you? Next, the 1099 section. We have several videos on this. You can review that. But if you're on if they challenge you in child support on this, this is an opportunity, again, to separate yourself from this. The goal is to separate from the Title IV-D program. 
It is not a, a, a judicial program. It is nothing more than a money grab. And that's part of the reason why it is not being so-called uh, delayed as a result of the stimulus package. Also, we ask again, please review the strategies uh, that you can employ during this pandemic. So that brings us to the end of our presentation. If you disagree with anything within our presentation, please feel free to email me, as well as we're asking, please subscribe to our channel, as well as press the notification bell. Also, we're asking for a $25 a donation, gift, whatever you may call it, to help us to continue more research so that we can give you the tools and techniques to separate from the program. As we said in our, in our short study section, we have went through all 108 enforcement provisions and we've summarized it into about 12 to 16 that you could study to understand how the enforcement program works to help free yourself. We're at the end of our presentation, and there are some other videos that we suggest. And thank you for listening, and please be safe out there. Goodbye.